The Chicago White Sox added some outfield depth, but it's not the person you wanted or even have pretended to want. Uh, the Sox also made a selection in the Rule 5 draft, and surprise, surprise, it was a relief pitcher. Also, is Tim Anderson just as frustrated as the fans are with the Sox organization? And what is Jerry Reinsdorf's motivation for building a winner on the South Side? You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, have no fear, White Sox fans. Victor Reyes and the Chicago White Sox have a deal in place. Uh, will the Sox make Tim Anderson the first $100 million player? And is Jerry Reinsdorf just another version of Bill Wirtz? Uh, hey, some housekeeping stuff here to take care of. Uh, no podcast uh, episode uh, this Friday, December 16th, uh, unless there is a major move made by the Sox that would require, of course, an emergency episode. Uh, and starting next week, uh, Monday, December 19th, Lockdown White Sox will enter the off-season schedule and shift to three episodes a week instead of five. Uh, but again, if there is some major news on the White Sox front, uh, the episode number can always be uh, modified. Uh, I don't know about you, but boy, I have been sitting with the question all weekend long, talking about it with friends and, and family and, and folks on social media. What is the motivation of Jerry Reinsdorf to build a winning team, really go out and spend premium money and premium talent when the White Sox are already profitable. Uh, seriously, what, what is his motivation? Uh, the White Sox are a private company. We can't see their books. Uh, we don't know, you know what's going on, but uh, from everything that's out there, the White Sox are and have been uh, profitable. They've been making a profit. Uh, why would Jerry try and compete uh, with the Mets, uh, Phillies, Padres, Yankees, Rangers. Uh, the fact that Jerry did not give his buddy, Tony LaRussa, every possible opportunity to not only succeed, but steamroll the division and beyond, uh, or give Rick Hahn a blank check when it was time you know, to get those finishing pieces uh, for the rebuild, it tells me that Jerry Reinsdorf was obviously never really serious about building a dynasty. 
Uh, if Jerry didn't go all out for TLR, do you really think he will go all out for Rick Hans guy, Pedro Grafol? Again, this offseason is not over. However, if Jerry knew he wasn't going to spend money once again to address the necessary needs with proven talent, and the organization was going to lose its leader, Jose Abreu, then why didn't he, as the owner, just force his hand once again and bring back Ozzie Guillen? It might not have been a popular move in certain fan circles, but I have a feeling it would have at least drawn fan interest in 2023. Uh, is what's going on with the Chicago White Sox parallel to what happened with the Blackhawks? Uh, of course, you know, Bill Wirtz was the owner of the Chicago Blackhawks for so many years. Uh, games, home games were not televised. Little money was spent uh, on premium talent. He passes away. Uh, Rocky Wirtz takes over, and it's a completely different situation. Pat Foley is brought back in. John McDonough is hired. Money is being spent, namely on Marion Hosa. You see merchandise. You see Sox, uh, Blackhawks are on TV. You know every game, merchandise is everywhere. It's just like the uh, light was shined on the organization. I, I mean, is that where we are? We're just waiting for ownership to change for the Sox to be able to really compete with these other teams in the league for premium talent. After what we just saw. This past week, I don't see how the White Sox can compete with other teams with Reinsdorf uh, as the owner. I mean, if Jerry really wants to win and cares deeply about winning, why take the thrifty approach time and time again? I just, it makes no sense if you really want to win. Contrary to what Bruce Levine or other Reinsdorf supporters might try to sell you, the White Sox fan base, and you know this, is a passionate and loyal army. Fans are getting sick of what's going on. I am obviously convinced that Jerry does not care about standings, does not care about advancing past Houston or New York or even the Guardians. Uh, an interesting book I've been reading this offseason. I've talked about it before on this podcast. It's called Strength Down the Middle. And is it about the 1959 Chicago White Sox? They, of course, won the AL pennant, lost to the Dodgers in the World Series. An exciting team uh, full of exciting players. And uh, the book really takes you uh, through the season, the trials and tribulations. Bill Veck, uh, before that season, became the principal owner um, and had a lot of stake, uh, put a lot of money in had a lot at stake, and Bill Veck spent. He knew what it was going to take to get past the New York Yankees, who for at that point, it felt like forever were capturing an AL pennant, winning World Series titles. And the Sox in that year, 1959, they had a good team. And I think Veck knew it, Al Lopez knew it, fans knew it, other folks maybe in, in the rest of the league knew it. But Bill, Bill Vec continued to, to find players, trade for players, buy contracts, brought in Klazuski from the Pirates, constantly needed to get better because he knew 
the White Sox were going to have to get past the Yankees somehow. And the Yankees weren't terribly good in 1959 at all. It was really Cleveland that they were up against, ironically. But still, that ideology of, I'm not satisfied until we know for sure we've got enough talent to get past and win. Interesting perspective. I know it's not easy comparing 1959 to where we're at in 2022, but you saw what happened this past week. These billionaires, they've got enough money. They are looking for championships. They want to win. They are gobbling up talent. What the New York Mets have done recently, I can't even fathom as a Chicago White Sox fan. Sox existed before Reinsdorf, and hopefully, they will exist, but also thrive after him. The White Sox sure seem like they want Tim Anderson to be the face of the franchise, but money talks. I'm going to tell you why Anderson's days could be numbered. More on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. I get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, and I assume you do, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. There was an interesting uh, article in the Chicago Tribune a few days ago. Maybe you saw it uh, centered on Tim Anderson and some social media stuff. Uh, The column was written by Paul Sullivan. Uh, It was entitled, uh, Is Tim Anderson Trolling Chicago White Sox Fan? Fans, or is the two time all star shortstop just a little bored? Uh, It was from December 9th in the Tribune. Uh, I don't particularly read Paul Sullivan very often, but sometimes he has an op ed on the Chicago White Sox, and I found this one to be a little uh, interesting. And this is what Paul Sullivan wrote Uh, It all began when an account that calls itself Kenny Williams's Shades tweeted. I've seen Frank Thomas wear a different uniform. I know T.A. will eventually as well. Now, the count had only 53 followers, but Tim Anderson or whoever runs his Twitter feed apparently spotted it and hit the like button. No big deal. Who would even be paying attention? Well, the tweet was eventually deleted, but not before it was passed along and created a bit of a buzz on social media. Uh, for the record, uh, Paul Sullivan wrote, Anderson has never publicly voiced displeasure with Sox management or said he wants to leave the South Side. No player on the roster has uh, been marketed more than Anderson, who arguably is the most popular player on the Sox. Anderson, who is due to become a free agent after the 2024 uh, season, assuming the Sox pick up his $14 million option after the 2023 season. As expected, uh, Anderson signed a team-friendly six-year, $25 million deal in spring training of 2017 with two option uh, years that increased to the total of $50.5 million for eight seasons. 
at the time, it was one of the biggest deals in major league history for a player with less than one season of service time and a risk for the White Sox. Uh, here's Rick Hahn talking about that deal way back when. One of the things we talked about before engaging was if there was anyone in the organization who felt that if Tim got guaranteed money, that it would change how he approached the game and how he prepared. Sox GM Rick Hahn said the day of the extension. And everyone I had that conversation with immediately, to a man, said no. He's about trying to be great and trying to win championships. He's not doing this for the money, end quote. Okay, it was an interesting article. I don't know how much you want to read into it, but do you think, folks, Tim Anderson still feels that way after seeing what Bogarts and Trey Turner just got and what Carlos Correa will get soon? Do you think Tim Anderson believes the Sox are really trying to win championships? The White Sox did what they do best, signed a young, unproven talent to a big extension. The player doesn't know any better. They can't get that money anywhere else, and they have no resume or track record to justify the money. Who wouldn't sign that type of deal? Tim Anderson is now a force in Major League Baseball. Two-time All-Star, AL hitting champ. He's a national name. Uh, he's going to want to get paid. And he's going to want to win those championships Rick Hahn talked about. Will Tim Anderson really think it could happen on the south side? Isn't that perhaps the reason Jose Abreu left? Not enough was done by Jerry and the organization to get Jose Abreu the help he needed to win. Abreu couldn't do it all on his own. Will Tim Anderson Feel the same way when the time comes. The White Sox needed outfield depth, and they found it, sort of. I'm going to tell you about how busy the White Sox were during the winter meetings. More on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. At Lockdown White Sox, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. Uh, this season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Lockdown White Sox listeners 40% off a new security system. Uh, but don't put this off. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring agencies fast track. Uh, fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real uh, so you can get higher pri priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a dollar a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras or adjust system settings anytime, anywhere. Uh, don't miss your chance to save big on this award-winning security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. 
That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Okay, so the Sox were kind of active towards the end of the winter meetings uh, last week. White Sox signed outfielder Victor Reyes and selected right-hand pitcher Nick Avilia in the Rule 5 draft. Uh, let's talk about Reyes first. Uh, this from an MLB Trade Rumors article by Anthony Franco. The White Sox have agreed to a minor league contract with outfielder Victor Reyes. Uh, Evan Petzold of the Detroit Free Press uh, tweeted that out. Scott Merkin of MLB.com, Sox beat writer, first reported the sides were discussing a potential non-roster deal with an invite to big league spring training last Friday. Uh, Reyes sticks in the AL Central, where he spent the past five years with the Detroit Tigers, previously a member of the Arizona organization. He landed in Detroit as the first pick in the 2017 Rule 5 draft. Reyes managed just a 222, 239, 288 slash line in 100 games as a rookie, but the rebuilding Detroit club uh, held him on the roster all season to gain his long-term contractual rights. He'd spend four more seasons with the Tigers, typically appearing in around half of their MLB games each year. The 28-year-old has tallied just under 1,300 plate appearances at the MLB level. He's a 264, 294, 379, a career hitter, solid runner with a strong throwing arm. Reyes has ample experience at all three outfield spots. Uh, he has played over 1,000 MLB innings in right field, more than 900 frames in center, and just under 700 innings in left. Uh, public defense uh, metrics typically peg him as an average to slightly below average defender at each spot, but he's athletic enough to handle all of those positions off the bench. Uh, and then how about that Rule 5 draft? Uh, the Chicago White Sox uh, selected right-handed pitcher Nick Avilia uh, from the San Francisco Giants organization in the Major League phase of the Rule 5 draft last week. Avilia, 25 years old, went 4-2 and two with a 1.14 ERA in 55 innings pitched. Opponents had a 206 batting average. Avilia had 16 saves and 58 strikeouts over 47 relief appearances between class high a Eugene and class double a Richmond in the Giants farm system in 2022 uh, from June 14th to August 9th. He held opponents scoreless over 15 innings in 15 games. Avilia uh, made one relief appearance in the Eastern league playoffs, tossing three scoreless innings with six strikeouts for Richmond. The six foot four, 195 pound Avilia has gone nine and 11 with a 3.66 ERA in 159 innings, 16 saves, and 150 strikeouts in 82 appearances over three career minor league seasons. Uh, the Modesto, California native was selected by the San Francisco Giants in the 26th round of the June 2019 first year player draft out of California State University of Long Beach. Uh, with the move, the Chicago White Sox 40-man roster increases to 37. Uh, so it was my understanding that the White Sox would not select a player in the Rule 5 draft unless 
They thought he could make an impact right away. So we'll see. No shocker that it was a relief pitcher. Uh, the Victor Reyes move provides some outfield depth and replaces a guy, I guess, like Adam Engel. Not splashy moves, almost moves that bear little to no significance. However, the White Sox virtually did nothing last week in San Diego, so I might as well mention it. Folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll continue to look at offseason scenarios for the Chicago White Sox as the Pedro Grafol era moves full steam ahead. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.